When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. back the next level living podcast yeah y'all we rank number one podcast amongst anybody who like podcasts Thanks. it's that type of podcast and we back with my gang Hey, Hart, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. That's I'm feeling good. really good today. You look good. I thank like the you. Hair. Thank you. Thank you. The, the I tried to get straight. into my feminine energy a little bit more. Oh. Yeah. You flexing a little bit? Uh, just a little bit. All right, I'm with it. With the straight hair, Thanks. you got to do something different. You know? Jay, how you feeling in the new hoodie, though? Show off B one time. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's Shout out different. to my brother, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all go ahead real quick with the exclusive, man. How you feeling, my dude? Man, bro, blessed. Excited for this episode, man. We got my sis with us today. This is about to get real interesting. Nah, for real. Y'all, we got the wonderful, the most talented, Connie S. Falls. How you feeling, Connie? Connie and the S is for systems. The S is for... Please don't forget the S. I was going to get into it, but cool. We can drop it quicker. S is for systems. Dope. That's what's up. But y'all, Connie is like that. And I'm going to let her break it down a little bit in just a second. But you know we can't start this off without shouting out the community. Oh, mm. y'all. Come on. Who, who, we, who we showing love to? Connie, yes. our, our people are winning. You yeah. know how folks be having like uh, courses yeah. and programs and communities? No, 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 no. Our people really be killing. Right. Yeah, let's so talk about it. So our spotlights for yeah. today from okay. the Next Level Speakers Academy. First, Chris Matthews. Okay. 17500 for one gig mm-hmm. and 10 45 minutes. Yeah. And 10 k in product sales. Oh, my God. That's almost wow. 30 so he got, yeah. so he spoke. And again, the our heart of our community, you already know the brand, yeah. Connie. We, got, we love people. Yeah. We view speaking, motivation, inspiration, training, coaching as like ministry to put good out here in the world, to enhance the lives of people. But to get paid $17,000 for under an hour worth of work. And then 10,000 in product sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The formula's working. The we, formula's got we got them systems. We got them systems. You can't do that without systems. No, right? you can't. You can't, you can't mm. teach anybody how to replicate and duplicate the success no. you had without systems. Come on. Come on. I love Shout that. out to Chris Matthews, man. Yeah. Super proud of him. We proud okay. of you, bro. Who else we got? And I got next, we have Logan Taylor. My dog. Oh, yeah. 15K <laughs> for his curriculum. That's different. Now that hit different because he ain't got to do no work. Mm, how passive does it feel income. To, He's how does it paid to, to create a product? Yeah. And then you want it? All right, I'll just ship it to you or I'll give you access to it virtually online. Mm-hmm. $15,000? $15, That's different. Let me text him right now and, and say congrats. And, and Lo- Lo- Logan, for y'all that don't <laughs> know. Okay. I'm in the wrong industry. I just <laughs> <start writing. laughs> y'all, for y'all that don't know, like Logan is one of them ones. Like, I know last week we got a chance to talk to Jessica Lundy and y'all see some of our guests. And we, we're really tapped into that next level of service, right? Like, my way of being introduced to Logan Taylor um, is watching him serve my big bro. Mm-hmm. Like, watching him stand hand and foot, making sure that small things they wouldn't even request and were taken care of. Jay and Tracy, 
standing outside of their hotel early in the morning on a conference day, not being solicited, but just volunteering his services with Starbucks, fresh, to make sure he's ready on there, making a great impression on a leader, to let him know that I am here not just to say I'm full of service, but to actually serve and make sure that I make a dent in impression. So it don't surprise me that somebody else sees value in him because he's been doing it for a long time on so many different levels. Shout out to you, bro. You know, it's funny. Every recap, recap video we have of the conference, you see Logan right there just like, Yep. Does he need anything? Does he need a towel? Does he need like you he can always right. see that he, him he is and, ready him to him serve. Him and yeah. One yeah. B here, oh, yeah. one fact. B here. Yeah. One A, one B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fact. Yeah, yeah I love fact. it, man. But so we got a great community, man. Shout out to Logan. Um, you know, it's one thing to operate with character and integrity and to add value and bless people, but to get compensated that well for it, yeah. that thing is differently, it man. Definitely do. I love it. All right. So we're gonna get through this episode, then we're gonna have lunch and uh That's and go from Ethiopian. There. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Connie, before we start. Let's do a little well, recap of what happened. We, we asked, he, a jewel, first of all, let, let me tell you how genuine his children are. And thank God they got some balance. Because she literally came down the steps. She's like, Daddy, can I cook some mac and cheese? All the little girl wanted was mac and cheese. And he said, well, baby, is it already made? She's like, no, I was going to prepare it. He said, well, hold on just a second. We got lunch coming. And I'm like, praise God, Quiznos, you know? Um, and she said, well, daddy, um, what are we having? I was like, uh, baby, Quiznos. And he said, um, Ethiopian. And he went back to doing his food. Connie, take it from here. How did, how did you feel? And she just walked away. Yeah. Like, that's a normal thing <laughs> to just have Ethiopian food delivered to your house. Delivered. And she was like, all right. If I told my 12-year-old daughter, Ashley, we're having Ethiopian food. What would she take? Are we going to Africa? <laughs> what? Where? Where do you get? I don't. Who does that? I don't know. Well, I didn't know you could on, take man. it to go. There are, you there, to like, there are international restaurants. <laughs> that deliver to your house. They don't deliver to my house. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got to make some more money. Right now. I'm okay. going to get with Logan yeah, okay. and get me a curriculum. This will make y'all feel better. Actually, Sophie is picking it up. Ah. Uh, okay. Shout out to my sis. You know, okay. But most restaurants do deliver, right? Ethiopian? Ethiopian, though? Or Chipotle, because it's a difference, bro. It's different Crystal, levels. help me It's out. levels, bro. I, okay. I am from LA, and we do have plenty of Ethiopian restaurants, but... As a child, I don't think that's something that my mom would have said we were having. Oh, the norm. There's a difference between mac and cheese and Ethiopian. Like, Daddy, I want mac and cheese. Sweetheart, I got something better for you. <laughs> like, 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 hold off on the mac and cheese. We and eat, we can segue into the podcast. And this I mean, is what our eat. father does for this us. This is what right. our father We think we want home. something, yes. but our father has something better for Cue us. Cue organ. Come on now. Bring it back home because we want the mac and cheese. Yes, 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 yes. For what yes, he yes. wants us to have. Mm. Yes. Come on, Father. I want greens. Ethiopian oh, food. Because the way they chop, the way they chop their greens yes, with yes, the onions oh, and their good. rice. Is it the place we went to last time? Yeah, with the, with the salmon and it's the peppers. Good. You had and them before. The, uh, and the lamb. You had the oh, Ethiopian worthy. food. Now behold yeah. the lamb. Now yes. behold the lamb. Now behold the lamb and that this was is what slain for our lunch. Yes. What? Well, we not, are, we, are we not in the court? Are we not on one accord? I'm the I, only one with a Honda. I'm excited. All right, it's all cool. It's, it's not, no one else. So I, recap, I shout out hard. to uh, Chris, Matthew, shout out to Logan uh, for all y'all's success. And shout out to you, Connie. Glad you rocking with yes. us. So happy um, to be here. Man, Thank talk, you for being so we, here. So we're going to get into the business stuff later. Um, but Connie works with not even just the high-level entrepreneurs that's doing seven to eight figures in Atlanta. Folks fly in from all over the country, all over the globe to meet with you, to consult with you. I recommended people to you. Like, tell them outside the business, like, who you are. Yeah, that's dope. 
So I am a little black girl from Fresno, California with ADHD and anxiety. Mm. Um, People say, why do you tell folks that? It's because that's who I've been for so long. Mm. So I'm the kid that I'm the class clown. Right. Because that that allows you to not have to show who you are, show what your issues are or that you're nervous or any of those things. So I've always been fun and always lighthearted, always smiling Ta-da! Um, to cover up a lot of pain that I've had throughout the life. But God is good and he's faithful. Um, but that's where where it started. So the business part. People see Systems Bay. That's what everybody's used to. Mm -hmm. Systems, systems, systems. But for me, it's really the opportunity to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. For me, it's it's the the love of systems came from having ADHD and not knowing what I'm doing and having no executive function and not knowing what I do next. And me driving here today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) perfect example. I ended up a 28-minute ride, ended up a 45-minute ride because my attention span got off, right? Um, So the systems part is really being able to help you get rid of all the tasks that clutter your mind and allow you not to live in peace. Mm-hmm. So that is where, I mean, systems is important, but yeah. over the years, people will watch me transition from, let me help you take these tasks off. to let's talk about how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the mental health stuff because mm-hmm. as black entrepreneurs, it's, it's hard out here. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're doing really well or you're not doing really well, right? All of it is a struggle. Right. And because many times the people are day ones, they aren't in the same position that we are, whether it be financially, especially if you're doing well, you don't have anybody to talk to. And that's why I think communities like what you guys have with Next Level, I think those are important because you don't always get to share your wins, right? You don't get to share the day that I lost $100,000 one day Mm -hmm. and I didn't have anybody to call Mm -hmm. because my friends weren't making $100,000 in years, right? So what does it look like? (laughs) Oh my God, $100,000 is gone. And they're like, yeah, I made 35 this year and I can't relate. So creating communities, getting around like-minded people, getting around the day twos, day ones. I keep my day ones. I have the same best friend for the last 30 plus years. Shout out to Tasha. But my day twos, Hmm. oh, I need my day twos. Y'all are my day twos. You are people that understand the, the journey that I've been on. I mean, I pray with you every single year and and watching how all of us have struggled with something, the mental health part is priority for so me. So true. I love that. Super priority. No, it is very true because you have. there's a lot of anxiety that goes into planning anything. And so when you put a system in place, you know what you're doing. You can replicate that. You can do that again. You can tell someone else how to do it. But when you're just coming off the top of your head for any of these things, it, there's so much of you having to show up for you versus you showing up for a system that's already in place. And so I'm seeing that. I didn't even realize that there was a like connection until you started talking about this just now. And you just did a, a video that I saw and you were talking about, and you said the key word, and we have phrases in our company that are very key. If we hear it, we already know that what the problem is. Yeah. You said in the video, like, by the time, you know, I teach you how to do it and tell you how to do it, I might as well did it myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That statement, mm-hmm. and that's across the board. But again, we learn this from our parents. We hear this when we're growing up. And now I got to tell you how to do yeah. it. Now I might as well do it myself. We say that, and in those moments, that's the time for you to document. Mm -hmm. That's when you need a system. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is we get exhausted and we're mad because we got to keep repeating ourselves. Well, why you didn't write it down? Right. 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 Why why, why didn't you write it down? Mm -hmm. And so when we think of, because it's a scary word, it's a new word, I'm very, very grateful to be on the front side of putting the word systems out here, especially in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the original SOPs, the original operation book, that's the Bible. Mm. It's nothing yeah. but a book of SOPs. Come on, talk that well, talk. Here's like that. what you Here do. Mm. Here's what you don't do. Oh, and here's the repercussions if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. 
It's just SOPs. Follow this plan and things will turn out right. No matter where we are in time, no matter how, who the people are, I give you this book of SOPs. Follow this. For those of us in the back of the class, what's SOPs? Standard Operating Procedures. Thank you. Thank you. So Standard Operating Procedures. It's literally how you get something done. Got you. Right? So when you look at people, tell me what, when you guys think of best customer service, everybody say the name. Chick-fil-A. Do you know how many processes Chick-fil-A has in order for you to say my pleasure? That's not an accident. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't just happen to say my pleasure every time. They don't just happen to say, God bless you, have a great day. Mm-hmm. They're not happening to be smiling every time you mm-hmm. walk in because they're in a great mood. No, that's a policy, mm-hmm. right? That policies, under policy falls culture. Mm-hmm. So what they've developed is a positive work <laughs> culture. Mm-hmm. It's an environment that you actually want to be in, that you yeah. feel good in. Because, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, who want to go and fry chicken and fries every single day? Nobody. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you created such a positive work culture that people want to work there. So true. And culture falls under policies, yeah. and policies falls under your operational playbook, which is systems. How do I do it over and over and over again where it sounds and makes sense mm-hmm. to everybody across the board? Yeah. None but the Bible. Yeah. That's incredible. So, okay. So real quick. So you, you, I hear you speak. You're so eloquent. You 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 sound so polished in doing it, but I relate to having ADHD. I re, I relate to being unorganized and not being able. How do you take all of that energy and then become systems bay? Like if what? First of all, this is for y'all, but this is for me. Like if you can do that and you got the same stuff that I deal with, like there's it's a way for Mike Moss with his extra outgoing self to be organized. And consistent with the with the system. Please tell me how you got from that point to this point. Um, my personal my personal life trash. Oh, I don't know what my house. Like, looks like somebody took a grenade. Can, can we can we do that? Let's let's before we get into that. Can we get into your story? Oh my bad. My when bad, you it's bad. okay it's okay when you quit your job like your testimony like let's talk that talk. Okay. I need to understand your faith journey, health challenges, like all the stuff you've been fighting through. Because they see you here, your hair done, you're looking good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, systems bay. And every time I look, I told her, every time I look on Instagram, it's like you're in a different island, a different beach somewhere. And this literally shows people like, hey, I can do this, but hey, I got systems in place. So I don't have to be in the office every single day working. Yeah. But before you got to this point, like, tell, let's talk about your journey. How, how, when, when, the, when the entrepreneurship become a real thing for you? Let's talk about some of that. Because Next Level Living isn't just celebrating the success, but it's celebrating our perseverance. Yeah. It's, it's the constant pursuit to be everything that God has called us to be. So when you talk about, you know, some of the challenges you had to go through to pursue to be who you are today, let's talk about that. I'm going to answer your question, too. Okay. But I'm going to start with this one. Please. So, again, the Fresno life, it was... It was pretty wild. One side of my family is all elderly. The other side is all gangbangers. Um, so my dad left when I was four. Not that he left my whole life. He moved to Georgia to go to school and, you know, make a better life for himself. I stayed with my grandmother and great-grandmother, was raised by them. My mother actually lost her hearing when I was born. Wow. Um, so she stayed in a house, one, where she learned sign language and was able to communicate. So, you know, I communicated with her via sign language. And she was murdered when I was 11. Jesus. So from there, um, still stayed with my grandmother. Life took a really wild turn. Very, very deep depression. And this is sixth grade going to seventh grade, which is already a big transition in life as it is. Um, Lots of therapy. That's when I started therapy was in sixth, seventh grade around in that summertime. And one, therapy is important. I suggest it for every single person, male, female, black, white, doesn't matter who you are. 
you need to go to therapy because it allows you to have a safe space to be able to talk about your feelings or not. Yeah. There were there were months, it was almost a year that I didn't speak at all. Mm. Like I didn't I didn't have anything to say because for me, I'm mad at God. Like, why would you take mm. in such a really awful, gruesome way? Yeah. Why would you take my mother away from me? Wow. You hate me, God. Mm. You don't like me at all. Wow. So I don't have anything to say to anybody. Because if I can't talk to him, who do I talk to? Come on. Wow. So the Therapist was really, really great. Um, stayed in therapy for many years. Um, had some uh, very bad things that that happened physically to me. Uh, yeah, ooh, child. Um, mm. That left me internally damaged. Mm. I was too young to have gone through a lot of the stuff that happened from men, so I won't go into, far into the details. Um, but they stripped away who I was as a person, as a little girl, very young, 12 years old. They stripped that away and internally damaged me really, really bad. And uh, ended up getting shipped off to Georgia because the things that happened, again, with my family being who they were, there were repercussions. Mm -hmm. So they went and took care of everybody that hurt me. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, we got to get Connie out of here. We got to get her out of here. So they shipped me to Georgia to go stay with my dad. Stayed there for a couple of years and was like, I feel lost. Mm-hmm. I feel alone. My therapist isn't here. I don't have any friends. I'm the California kid in a high school. And at this point, I'm in high school with all these country folks. And I'm like, y'all are not nice. I thought the South was supposed to be friendly people, but y'all do not like me. It's probably because I was cute. <laughs> Still. <laughs> um, came back to California. My best friend helped me get back into high school. I had zero credits. And again, this is all still class count county, still happy, still go lucky, and on the inside, literally dying on the inside. Mm. Um, but she helped me through high school and literally got me to where I can graduate on time with the exact amount of credits that I was supposed to have. Um, moved out when I was 15. So I've been on my own since I was 15. And I just started regular working. And w- back in the day, ADHD. One wasn't a thing. It, it wasn't a, it, it wasn't, was, it wasn't a thing, yeah. even though everybody in my family has it. But it wasn't a thing. So internally, depression with my mom and the things that have happened to me physically, ADHD. So it's like, I can't, y'all want me to sit still in this classroom? How do y'all do this? How do y'all sit yeah, still facts. all day long? And then I'm a class clown yeah, because yeah. I have all this energy, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So it just down and down and down until finally I was like, I, I, I can't. Like, I, I literally can't. And I sat and I called my best friend and I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. I'm, I'm good. I've done all the stuff. And plus, my mom is in heaven. She's like, first of all, that's not how suicide works. You're never going to see her that way. Um, and it was just a really, really dark time. And at my graduation, my dad showed up with a little baby. And was like, this is your sister. I was like, damn, y'all didn't tell me you was pregnant. I didn't know you were having a baby. He was like, you have to be something. You have to do something with your life because one day this little girl is going to look up to you as a big sister and I want you to accomplish something great for her. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for her. And I was like, okay, all right. So I spent a couple years just focused on working, getting back into therapy, trying to get my mind and everything together. And then I went to college. My dad said, hey, I'm, I'm going to go start a job at this college so you can go for free. Wow. So moved from California to Georgia, went to college, and my whole life became different. I realized, one, the community that I grew up in, the, there was no, like, black people doing great things? I never heard of that before. Doctor, there's black doctors? 
what? There's black folks working in a bank? They trust us? I'd never seen any of that. There's black teachers. My black history teacher in high school was white. Jesus. Shout out to Mr. Clark. And his son was my next black history teacher, was white. Me coming out here, I was like, oh, we do good things? We're not just killers and murderers? I'd never seen this. Ever. Ever. I walked into the bank, and it's all black folks behind the counter, which is embarrassing. But for me, my story. I walk in the bank, it's all black folks, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're being robbed. They're, they're whole, wow. they're, I've never seen, I literally backed out the bank and got in the car and left. I'd never seen that in my life growing up. It just wasn't something that was natural. Wow. So coming to Georgia literally changed my life. It was so amazing. The people were so much better, and I learned who I was as a person. I got to find out, like, yo, these are, these are the, the issues that I have. I'm not great with you know, studying. I'm not really great with the school thing, but people, I like people. Mm-hmm. I could do that. So I got started in the student government. I founded four organizations on the campus and life just, it, it just got so much better, but it rooted from me, one, therapy, mm-hmm. and then acknowledging, hey, this ADHD thing, it sucks, but I can manage it if I write down everything I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then how I did it the last time. So me, me growing, we'll, we'll fast forward past that part, but me becoming an adult and never, you know, the question back in the day, again, this is ADHD, so watch me bounce around. Mm-hmm. Remember back in the day when uh, they would ask you what you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to be? And it's like teacher, doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer, like those are the only options. Fireman, right, police right. officer, right, right, right. that's it. Yeah. Um, I never had an answer. I've never had it. And it was embarrassing because you got to think all the career days and all the, you know, what do you want to be? And all these people are going on these paths to go and become whatever they're going to be. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have an answer because I don't know what I'm, I don't know if I'm good at anything enough to be able to say this is the right direction to go. And it wasn't until I got out here and I would just be telling things for me that are common sense, Mm -hmm. which common sense is not common. There's only systems. Mm -hmm. Common sense is not common. There's only systems. I, I love that mm. So only I was like, people always ask me about business stuff. Okay. So, I mean, I did, I do have a master's degree in organizational management and bachelor's degree in business management, mm. all this other stuff. But the things that people thought were hard because my ADHD mind processes information so fast, mm. I always had the answer. I'm like, if I don't have the answer, I'll go find it. Mm. Okay, great. So you need help with this? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what you probably just need a business plan. Okay. Mm. Do you need a business plan? You want to write it for you? And so I'm writing business plans in my spare time. Like, yay. Oh my God. This is all the stuff that I know. Literally marketing plan, financial projections, all the wonderful business plan stuff. And then my sister, uh, who was the candy lady, the same sister who I found out I had a baby sister Mm -hmm. on my graduation day. uh, She was the candy lady and she was making bank. Really? I'm talking about she was Balling all the Jordans. I'm talking about balling, right? So I'm living in Dunwoody. Life is good. Had a job and everything is good. And I'm working at a at a carpet or flooring company. And I started getting migraines. They were working me to death, literally. I would be there because they're like, "Oh, you understand Spanish? But get here at five o'clock when the installers go out. But we need you to stay till nine p.m. when they come back." Wow. And I'm like, okay. I get paid hourly, so it's great. So I'm every day, every day, every day, hair start falling out, started getting migraines really bad, which I never even had a headache at that point. Yeah. Migraines. And I was driving one day on 7585 and I started seeing little stars. I'm like, oh no, that dizzy stuff. And I was like, 
oh, I th- am I going to... Fa-? And I blacked out. A BMW, God bless it, ran into the side of the road. Oh my God. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I ain't ne- Put your mom on the phone. I ain't never coming home. Literally called my job. I was like, yeah, I ain't coming back there, bro. No. I'm, I, y'all, y'all are literally trying no, to kill me. To the, the only problem was I ain't really save any money. Mm. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't plan. So I'd jump out the plane and build a parachute on the way to trash. Yeah. You need a plan. Yeah. Like, keep your job. Let your job fund your dreams. Yeah. I wish I would have thought about that. But at that point, health-wise, I just could not. Um, called them, never went back. Had to move out of my apartment and move back in with my dad. So now I'm sitting in the house every day in my dad's living room where my bed was, literally the living room. So when you walk in the front door, you're passing my bed every single day. And my sister was like, didn't you go to college? Like, yeah. Like, why don't I have a job? I don't know. She's like, well, why don't you just create a business? What do you know how to do? She's like, you write those business plans all the time. Mind you, she's 11. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, she's okay. 11. Yeah. I keep forgetting that when she's talking, I'm thinking she's talking to a, uh, someone her. No, no, no. She's talking yeah. to her no, younger she's, she's, sister. She's a kid. She's a kid. Like, just why just, are kids so brilliant? Do like people, they, they're they're brilliant. Suffer the little children. Like that's those? crazy. I was like, yeah. yeah. She was like, why don't you? Why don't you? Um, charge people. Charge people. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't know who would want to buy one. She was like, just ask your friends. And I did. Mm. And literally started writing business plans and paying for it. So I started there. So all of that oh ADHD, all of the mind, and how fast things were moving, yeah. started charging five hundred bucks. To write a business plan. And this is before all the software and tech and all the right. stuff, literally handwriting out business plans. Right. Went from there to doing some consulting. A lady gave my card, a lady a la- that I did her business for, she gave my card to somebody at the bank and they were like, this is the most organized documentation we've ever seen in our entire life. Wow. Mm. Can you give me more of her cards? Wow. So the bank started handing out my cards. So I'm getting every single type of client you could possibly think of. All different funds, all different everything. And I had You're one- writing out all of these? Yeah. Yeah. That's so different. Yeah. Because Mike is like, yeah. how do I stay focused long enough to create a full business plan? And she's over here writing out stuff for yeah. a bank and the people that yeah. they're referring her to. Yeah. But the things that you love. So I, I love business, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That's something that's important mm-hmm. to me. All of my education is based around yeah. business. And again, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And this is me at 20-something. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, let me do the thing that I know how to do, mm-hmm. which essentially turned into a business. And I had an amazing woman, God bless her. Um, older white woman, and she came and she wanted her uh, business plan done and to put her building into a name. And she said, I just retired. I don't know how to do these things. So somebody referred, the bank referred, and she came to me. I did everything for her. I worked for about three months. Wow. I'm talking about everything. I, applications for her daughter to go to college. Just what else do you need help with? Yeah. What else? Because yeah. I'm still starting out. And so I gave her an invoice at the, at the end of this three months because I haven't even, she hasn't paid me any of this yeah. time. She's oh, like, wow. oh, well, tell me how much. I'm mm. like, I really don't. I don't know how much to charge for this. I don't know how much to charge for this. Yeah, so I gave her the invoice. Mind you, have no office. So we're meeting at Starbucks. Mm. And so I give her this invoice, and she looks at me and she busts out laughing. She was like, like, ah! (laughs) Like knee slapping, knee slapping laughter. Mm. And I started crying because it was like, I'm so sorry. I thought it was too much. She was like, I would have paid you three times the amount of this, and that still wouldn't be enough for what you did for me. Wow. She was like, you don't understand the grace you have in your life. I'm not graced to do this. You just know that I'm smart. Mind you, after researching who she actually was, she was the United States chief appellate court judge. So she makes the decisions on behalf of the courts wow. for the United States. Wow. And I was, she was like, you know who I am by now. I was like, yeah. She said, do you think I could have done anything you did? I was like, yeah. She said, I can't. 
That's why I would pay you to do it. Wow. She said, cool. I, she said, I can't even refer you to my friends because they will think you're cheap. Wow. My, my, my. Let's stay right there for a minute. That's Ooh. deep. Wow. She said, don't you ever undervalue what you've done for anybody and don't you get don't you give anybody an invoice this small for any service that you provide what you do is priceless this is your grace and she wrote me a check for three times the amount that i had on the invoice and she referred me to everybody wow. i ended up with an office in buckhead i had an office downtown atlanta right next to uh to uh on edgewood and it just went up from there oh my gosh yeah yeah it's been now a now share this part with them uh, if you feel comfortable, health journey. Yeah. So the damage from what happened when I was young, mm -hmm. I started developing really, really bad fibroids. And I have adenomyosis, which is basically have a large uterus and it's tilted. Mm -hmm. So it's just in there doing whatever it wants to do. Gotcha. And um, my cycles would be 20 days long. Wow. So I very, very anemic, Painful. very weak, very excruciating pain. I, every single year, at least three times a year, I would have to go to ER. They'd have to give me a morphine drip. My body would physically shake with the amount of pain that I had. And it's because my uterus was full of fibroids. And so all day long, my body is fighting with this. And I would, uh, TMI, whatever, I would, all these years of me working, which everybody sees Connie, and this is just up until two years ago. Wow. This is just up until two years ago. Hmm. I would work from home so much because of how long my how long and how bad my cycles were. And I would work in the bathroom facing the toilet. So I would sit on the toilet because I would bleed that much. And I put my laptop on the back and just ran a long charger. And that's how it would work. Which is why people are like, oh, we never see you out. I can't. I can't, I can't physically be there. I can't physically be there. Jesus. So, so thank you for sharing that. And, the, and, and can you stay for um, a second? Absolutely. Because we're going to do a part two, and I want yeah. you to teach people how they can map out the systems in their personal lives. Okay. But I, I wanted you to acknowledge that because I'm not a fan of you just because of your gifts, your talents, you're cool, you're funny, you're smart, you're cute, and all of that. It's the warrior inside you. Yeah. The fact that you dealt with that much pain, you was hurt that young, you moved, taken from your family, lost your mom, you know what I'm saying, going through all of this, the abuse, now you're in Georgia trying to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? Giving this job your all, literally, is they killing you. You leave that, start on your own. It's like, okay, now I got some traction going, but because of the damage from years ago, now you've got all this pain in a cycle that can last 20 days and be that painful and that you got to work from. Like, that is just, that I'm a fan of perseverance. Like, I'm a fan of grit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of, of faith, right? So to see your faith journey, the grit you've had, the perseverance is just different. And so thank you for feeling comfortable enough to share that. But I need our audience to hear that because there's some people out here that got excuses why they're not winning. Mm. And it's like, bro, you waking up, you ain't even in no pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't having to work from your bathroom because you bleeding so much on the toilet on the opposite side with your computer. Like, you ain't even on that. You just on, I don't feel like it. Or ain't nobody giving me a shot. Don't nobody believe in me. It's like, bro, what we doing here? Yeah. And so I wanted you to share that so that all of our next levels out there can go to the next level and realize you ain't got no excuse. You know what I'm saying? Your situation ain't nowhere near, or it might not be, nowhere as near as, as painful as hers was, but she ain't let that stop her. 
She kept showing up every single day. She kept adding value. She kept operating with a spirit of excellence. She was like, okay, I'm in pain and I'm bleeding and this is rough and this is very challenging, but I still got a brain. I still got some fingers. I still got a computer. I still got a MacBook. Like, I'm going to figure this thing out because she knew that. She was like, she, I'm sure you read it. Weeping endures at night. It comes. But she just knew joy was going to come in the morning. Come on. She just knew the issues she was having with her fibroids and her uterus and all the pain. She just knew that wasn't going to last forever. So she was like, if I could just be strong enough, long enough to get that breakthrough. And some of y'all just need to know, you got to be strong enough, long enough to get that breakthrough. And it will come. Right, but sometimes the enemy is like, I see how powerful you are. I see how great you are. I see how strong you are. I see how prolific you are. I believe the enemy can see into the future. I believe the enemy knows, man, if this person stays on track, I've been around centuries enough to know this person eventually is going to figure it out and go to the next level. So the enemy will try to bring deceit. He will try to bring destruction. He will try to bring doubt. He will try to bring fear. He will try to bring distractions to stop you from being as powerful as God has called you to be. And if you can tap into that greatness that's inside you just yeah. like it's inside Connie who was Christ Jesus like you're gonna be good when you realize like this is painful matter of fact this sucks but it ain't gonna last forever and so Connie I'm excited for you sis I'm proud of you you know what I'm saying and uh, I can't wait to for us to have part two so you can show people now how to take that mindset people talk about COVID mentality we I want you in the next episode next week to talk about how you can take that mindset and how we can help people build out systems for their life. You down for that? I'm definitely down for that. Mm. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.